Good Gab, sponsored by Skillskin, a nonprofit organization empowering individuals with disabilities through employment. Yeah, this morning we have the pleasure to speak uh, with Marie, director of Kesem, and Marie, the marketing coordinator, Kesem. We're so excited to have you both. We're excited to learn more. Thank you. Thank you. We're excited to be here. Well, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourselves. So take it away. I'm Maureen. And Hi, Maureen. My <laughs> camp name is Brave because we all have camp names. Nice. And I'm the director and one of the founders of this chapter. Uh, I have been, we started this last year and have just been growing exponentially. And it, I'm from Spokane. I went to Mead High School. Go Panthers. Go Panthers. <laughs> and so I've just grown up here and I love Spokane. My name's Marie, but Forrest in the Kesem world. Really? Um, Forrest, yes. Um, Maureen actually introduced me to Kesem because mm. um, her and our other director last year started the chapter. Um, but I got started this past summer by starting off going to camp with all of our campers, which was amazing. Um, yeah, I'm a senior at mm. Whitworth, and I'm the alumni marketing and PR coordinator. All right. So we have a... A board of coordinators, everyone's got their special roles, uh, and then we have our directors. Well, before we get into this organization, I got to know the first, uh, why the names? <laughs> what is special about this? So Kesem names are given so that the kids have a place to feel like they are, when they come to camp, they are their, their true selves. They can be whoever they want to be. And so they all get to pick their own names. We have had a variety of just crazy names, <laughs> and everyone loves to think like i remember the first day of camp kids would when the kids were coming in they would all just sit there and they'd say like i have to i have to think about this like <laughs> they take a minute before coming and getting oriented into camp they would be like okay i really have to think about my name and we had one kid who about changed their name every single day camp. <laughs> and that's okay though, and we right? let him we let him yes so all right it was just he could not think of a name that was perfect and then he found one and it seems like he's sticking with it so yeah uh, and then Kesem comes from um, the Hebrew word for magic. Magic. Well, okay. Tell us more about Kesem. We want to hear about the magic. <laughs> Why uh, did it start? Where did it start? Yeah. Well, our, our go-to spiel is it's a national nonprofit organization that helps kids through and beyond their cancer, their parents' cancer journeys. Um, so whether they are done with treatment or in treatment or sadly passed away, we take all kids who have been affected by a parent's cancer. And it started out in UCLA with, I think, I want to say four people started the, their chapter, and then it has just grown nationwide. There are over 130 chapters across the country now. Wow, that's like covering, like, all of America. Yeah. yeah. The only places uh, that I don't think have one are Alaska and Hawaii, and there's, like, one other, like, I think, like, Wyoming or something. <laughs> just a random, yeah. a random Yet. state. They're working on it. Yeah. Uh, but... They, we work really closely with all the other chapters. Like we have some really great friends over at um, University of Washington and Seattle University who we are very close with. Yeah, we've actually sort of taken some of their campers who live closer to us actually. So they've been making okay. a journey every year to go to the west side because uh, that's what was closest to them. But now that we have a chapter in Spokane, we get a lot more closer kids here. Yeah, so if you're in Yakima or Wenatchee, Tri-Cities, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, so... And we serve yeah. northern Idaho as well. So. That's awesome. Yeah, like there were... I think the closest chapter over in Idaho is uh, Boise, Boise State. Boise, probably. Mm -hmm. So uh, they 
where before we were founded, they would all travel all these journeys to get to camp. And now they just get to come to us. And it's a lot closer for a lot of families. And travel is expensive, especially with cancer. It's even more expensive. Yeah. So So where is the camp? So it changes every year. Uh, It's up to the chapter to find a campsite near them and uh, make sure it fit all of our needs. This uh, coming August, it's going to be in... uh, Twinlow in Idaho. Okay. So we're going across the border. Uh, last year it was in Camp Spalding up north. Yep. Um, and just for different reasons, we wanted a different campsite this year, and it worked out. And we're actually really excited. We think it's going to be a little bit nicer this year. How cool. Yeah. Yeah, and so now you're so you're partnering then with other organizations to, to make sure you can host this. Is it, what, a week, a weekend? Yeah, it's a full week. All right on. And we have been so blessed with just – being able to connect with different Spokane organizations. Like one that we work really closely with is Cancer Can't, which they provide like treatment for people who like if someone can't get to their cancer treatment, they help with transportation. Mm -hmm. I know that they've done like Christmases for families in the past. uh, And we work really closely with them to just, we uh, support everyone. Yeah. Our each chapter's, pretty solely responsible for fundraising everything they need for camp right we get minimal minimal help from national if we need extra support but really the whole year leading up to camp we're fundraising we're reaching out to people we're hosting events and just trying to get enough money to um support sending all of our kids to camp because it is free of charge for all the kids what a gift how how many kids this year we have 19 currently signed up um, wow. and we are about to open up a wait list because we just, everyone is starting to hear about us and we are so grateful. Well, yeah. the need is just so high. Mm-hmm. Yes. There are over 5 million kids affected by a parent's cancer and it's just, that statistic always breaks my heart. I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, my own experiences. Like I haven't, I've had the fortune to not have any real close members outside of like my grandma, you know, mm-hmm. experiencing cancer and going through that and death. But I, in my professional life, I worked in cancer centers a lot. I was, oh. I sold, um, every piece of plastic that you would get hooked up to when you were getting chemo. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh from God, the so needles to the stuff. <laughs> yeah. It was in the pumps. And so I spent a lot of time training nurses and then, inadvertently just talking to people who, you know, this was, this was their experience. This is their life. And rarely did we talk about their families because mm-hmm. it was just, you know, we were that one-on-one and I imagine it's so consuming that, I mean, what's happened in these kids' lives. This is yeah, what you get yeah. to see. Maybe tell us some stories. It's been really eye opening. I also don't have a parent who's been affected by cancer, thankfully, but we serve kids age six to 18 and they really are like tiny adults (laughs) is how we, how we see it. They have to grow up fast. A lot of them are caregivers for their parents. Right. A lot of them don't have a lot of money. So they're the sole providers. And it's been so like, it's hard to see them have to do that. And so we're really thankful we can provide them a camp to feel like kids again, where they don't have to be a caregiver and they really can just worry about having fun and taking care of themselves. One of our campers came with a younger sibling and that 
that first few days, they were like so protective of their younger sibling because that's what they're used to. They were the caregiver for their younger sibling majority of the time. And to be able to see them like slowly opening up and open to becoming a kid again. I just remember on our last day we had a color, like we ran around and we just sprayed paint at each other. (laughs) And she was just so strategic with her paint. It was so funny to watch her. Like she waited, she sat on the sideline and waited until everyone had used up her paint, their paint. And then she came out with her paint and just got everybody. It was just, it was hilarious. Cause she, it was so strategic and no one saw it coming. Cause we were like, Oh, she just doesn't want to, she like, she's fine. She just doesn't want to get paint on her. And then she just came in and got everyone. It was amazing. What was that camper's name? Yoshi. Yoshi, Yoshi, if you ever see this, <laughs> when you turn 18 and you need a job, come work for skills guys. Yes. Ready. She was yeah. very strategic, but in that moment, we were like, she finally let go, uh. and she finally embodied what Kesson was all about, and we got to see her just have fun. It was amazing. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Some. What are some other stories uh, that you've seen that like touched you personally? last year at camp so we really try not to focus on the parents cancer just Uh because it's such a this is a time for them to be a kid and not have to focus on it but we do have one event called empowerment where we try to build the kids up and be like they can go back and they have like this family and we have kind of just like an open mic where anyone can talk about their cancer journey and how they're where they are in their process and one of our campers uh actually his name is luigi he is six at this point in time he the entire week he was just this quiet little guy who would just like run around like he was (laughs) he was our like flight risk camper (laughs) watch the woods (laughs) yeah he just like it wasn't like he was trying to get away it was just like he had he just would run off energy built up he just got a he just booked it all the time. <laughs> yeah. There was always just, where's Luigi? We just always had to keep our eye on him. And he, this is something, I, this is not like, we did not prompt this from him. He was, this was the most articulate sentence I had heard from him the entire week. And he goes, I work really hard for my mom because she's sick. She sent me here to find peace and joy and I'm leaving with a family. At six? At six. Six years old. I was And we leaving- were like. I was leading this event. Everyone was trying not to cry and everyone was speechless. I was leading this event and it was just, I just had to like take a moment and be like, thank you so much, (laughs) Luigi. Like that was so amazing for you to share. It was, it was just, everyone was speechless. I feel like the counselors all were trying to hide that they shed a tear during that. Mm -hmm. It was just so. It's got me weepy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Our little Luigi. He, He. He was a treasure at camp. <laughs> he made it very interesting. But we to your point, him. like, you know, those are some pretty grown up words for a six year old. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he was just the entire camp. Like he one uh, one thing that always will I will never forget about camp is we had a talent show and Luigi for his talent decided to stand up a broom. That was his you talent. You know, you balance it oh. on the bristles. I, I heard that only happens on full moons. <laughs> no, no, no. no, oh, it, no. It, it was not a full moon. It, it was all scale. It's Kessum. Magic, all right? Scale. It was the magic. Yeah. <laughs> He's just the, he was, it was everyone. Oh. We were all scared that he wasn't going to be able to get it because it was like a broom that Spalding had in like a back closet that was gathering It was taller dust. than him. Yes. <laughs> and we were all like, it's okay, Luigi. Like, it's mm. okay. 
and he gets it. Everyone loses it. Everyone was screaming. We Cheering, were all clapping. We're standing up. It was, and he's just standing there like, <laughs> I he's did so that. proud. I did that. And he's like, yeah, I knew I could do it. We were all very scared that he couldn't do it, but he proved us all wrong. He did it. Incredible. He's full of surprises. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. Uh, going to be just, I'm excited to see what through the year he has done and just grown as a little human being. Yeah. So speaking of growing, like, um, you know, Kessem, we are in almost all the states now. Here in Spokane, it started at Whitworth, right? Yep. Okay. And then you were telling me uh, prior to our show that it's starting to expand and you're partnering with other universities here. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, Whitworth's a pretty small school. It's a private university, only like 3,000 kids or something. So we... um, Maureen here transferred to Eastern like halfway through. And so she's been sort of our connection to Eastern and Eastern doesn't have their own chapter. So we've sort of been working it out and getting volunteers from Eastern. And you've got a couple friends helping us now, um, some important connections that we've had. Um, and so we opened it up to Gonzaga too. Uh-huh. And so anyone in the area of college students can volunteer with us. And it's also open to like the community colleges as well. We're we're really just looking for college people that can volunteer and are passionate about the mission. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, that partnership. Um, I'm, it's really the Spokane way. Is when we collaborate, big things can happen. And you know, think of Whitworth, a small but mighty. Uh, <laughs> we had. Are you? Have you ever met Sinead Voorhees? No. You should find her on campus. She <laughs> okay. was here on this podcast oh, cool. and uh, a real force and a force for good yeah. and a real change maker. And she helps support the um, uh, master's degree programs and certificates oh, okay. um, up at uh, Whitworth. Yeah. Find cool. her. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so, okay. Let's say one of our listeners, uh, they're going to community colleges of Spokane or they're going to Gonzaga. They want to connect. What do they do? Yes, we mostly give all of our information through Instagram and Facebook. So we're Kesem underscore Whitworth, K-E-S-E-M. We have uh, our link tree there in our bio with all of our important links. We are looking for counselors for camp this summer. Um, We especially need male identifying counselors to balance out our ratios. Um, Camp is August 20th. So if anyone has a week that they want to volunteer with us, we are arms open for them um and we're also and, and what uh, age range for those counselors or do you just have to be kids. in college you yep. just have okay. to be in college that's cool. the Any only requirement <laughs> yeah um so okay i'm thinking about that too um so maybe someone's in the engineering group or they're uh hanging out in ROTC or anything. It's like you don't have to have any training with kids, right? You just we provide you know? all the training. We take around like a week, like a week times to just do all the training. We provide grief training and how to handle kids that have such trauma. Mm-hmm. And we also just make sure everyone feels comfortable with kids before we open it up and go to camp. So yeah. Yeah, and you're never really on your own with the kids, like trying to manage everybody. We work as a team, and we're always all together in a group. Um, and we do like behavioral management, and we also have a mental health professional uh, with us at camp. So we sort of direct 
owe it to her because she's a professional. Yeah, that makes sense. So. And they, but then you have some training and support mm-hmm. and each other. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like this year specifically, we have really bonded as a team and we're really trying to get that team aspect and bring that to camp because I think it's such an important because Kesem is a family and having everyone to rely on each other is just so important and to know that you can fall back on other people like you are not in this alone because sometimes you get overwhelmed at camp and just knowing like okay I need to take a step back and I have people that I can trust and I that will come and support me Mm -hmm. well I love it like if I was you know a a freshman or sophomore coming into school it's like I'd want to know about this organization and how to get involved like what a wonderful you know couple weeks that you could you know show up do camp and connect exactly we have a a board of coordinators of student volunteers so we have uh like i'm our pr coordinator and then we have our development team we have our outreach team we have our treasurer we have our volunteer coordinators um and they each are in their specialized field but then anyone could be a counselor you don't have to be on our board to be a counselor at camp um, but that is how we got a lot of our coordinators. <laughs> yeah. Now they were counselors at camp, me included. And we're like, I can't stop doing this. Yeah. Like I need to do more. That's how we get a lot of our, co- our coordinator board just because you come to camp and you see the magic yeah. and you see what camp you get to really see the impact that you make. And it's always just sometimes during the year you can, your cup really starts to be empty and you just have to remember like camp it just fills it right back up (laughs) and it's just the magic and the fun and it really just I feel like sometimes the counselors are having just as much fun if not more than the kids because it's just so much fun (laughs) and you're in service to others Mm -hmm. so what called upon you as individuals to you know step up and to serve has service been part of your life uh, since you were little is this new to you what's your story So I, both of my parents have actually had cancer in the past and I just have always kind of had just a servant's heart. That's always just been who I am, which is not, it's like my family is not that way. Like they are very, no one's really done community service before me. And then once I got in high school, I joined like a volunteering club and I've just never stopped volunteering since. Um, I used to volunteer at like the pediatric ER and just everything I've volunteered so many other places I normally with involved with kids because I just love kids and I uh when so there are two other founders and when one of them reached out to me I was like yes I'm in like this is this has been my life for the past two years now and it's just I wouldn't have it any other way this is just such a great organization and um, we have like a national leadership summit where we get to go. We these past two years we've gone to Chicago, and cool. it was just getting to meet everyone. And there about every chapter brings around like four people, and getting to meet everyone and just see all these people who have the same standards and not stand not standards but same passions passions. Thank you. Yeah, the same passions as you, and just everyone is there for the right reasons, and just so much love and energy in that room and to just have that and feel like you really just have a community with Kesem and here we're really trying to work on bringing that that community and 
I feel like we're really doing well with it and just having a community of people who want to serve and have either a personal connection or they just have met someone and they're like this is this is it (laughs) i owe all of my involvement to maureen here (laughs) all right maureen (laughs) we were we were housemates and best friends before i was even even knew what kesem was Uh, (laughs) but she joined and slowly be like hey you want to help out with this want to do this and i was like yeah okay like i'll help you out Uh um but then it turned into oh this is I'm helping so much more, so much bigger than myself. and So much more than me. (laughs) Yeah, more than Maureen. And it really was going to camp that I was like, okay, I'll be a coordinator. I can't not do this next year. That's how impactful it was. So as you see your your future start to, you know, evolve, do you think like service to others will be in your life? Like forever? Yeah. Yeah. My... My field of study is entirely different. Um, I'm an environmental science major, but I am also a sociology minor because my passions are environmental justice. And I, my dream since I was little has been to work for nonprofits to help marginalized communities um, get their healthy environments back. They are targeted by environmental crises and pollution and stuff. Oh, yeah. And so... I've always dreamed of being uh, a project manager for restoring uh, these communities and really helping people because I view saving the environment as saving people. And right, there it's yeah, completely exactly intertwined. And so many people miss that and think, oh, you're just saving the environment, but no, like clean water and air is a human right. And so I want to dedicate my (laughs) life to serving those people. I'm going into occupational therapy and just serving. I want to be a pediatric occupational therapist. So serving kids who have developmental or physical disabilities and just helping them reach their full potential. And I actually, at one of our events, we, or not one of our events, we went to the Coeur Casino and I don't remember the radio station hosted a winter blessing and they gave a thousand dollars to a bunch of nonprofits. And I actually have been in contact with one of them because they provide uh, pediatric physical therapy and occupational therapy and speech therapy to um, underprivileged families. So I've just been trying to get in contact with them and wanting to work with them (laughs) once I graduate. That will be great. Have you uh, come across an organization called Joya? that they're amazing and what they do like a lot of the folks that they're helping you know in that one to three uh, year olds reach those milestones um, some of those folks uh, end up working for us at Skillskin because uh, we help adults with disabilities on the employment side of things. So okay. we're training high school students. We're employing people on federal contracts. Then we're helping people get jobs uh, outside of Skillskin in the community. And Very it's cool. just, yeah, yeah it's that's uh, super interesting. It is. Yeah. Check <laughs> us out if you haven't. Skillskin. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a fascinating world and, you know, kind of like you were talking about, um, you know, clean water, clean air is a right. Like I feel personally like everyone has a right for the opportunity to work. Yeah. Like, and to see what that does for someone, mm-hmm. uh, and the, the joy, the empowerment, um, just the connection to others. And so that's what we focus on on our day-to-day work. That's yeah. amazing. That's so cool. We will yeah. check that out. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I did. I, I didn't come into the service world till you know, 
fairly late in life, you know, I had a couple opportunities to volunteer, uh, you know, maybe in high school, but it just, it didn't catch the bug, right? I was just, I was more there for a social connection. Okay. And, but later down the road when I started to like, I don't know, I, I felt something when I was helping others. And when I came to Skillskin, it just uh, kind of blossomed and like, oh, maybe happiness lies here too. Because <laughs> when you're in service to others, like it's just, wow, for me anyway, just my heart gets real full. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely relate to that completely. Mm. Just being able to help people. And that's why I chose occupational therapy because I, that's every day you get to see just small improvements and watching people become their best self. Yeah. Well, how do our listeners get directly involved with Kesem? How do we support you? How do tell us how to, you know, give money, give time. You want to plug Make the Magic? So we actually <laughs> have an event coming up called Make the Magic on May 4th. May the 4th would be with you. Um, yes. It Star is Wars not Day. Star Wars themed, <laughs> but we you can come have, celebrate with us. Yeah, it, it'll be a great event. It's uh, so we can it, it will be our big fundraiser of the spring and we are hosting it at FET or FATE uh, mm -hmm. downtown. And it, we will, if you, if you buy a ticket, it will include dinner, two drinks, and dessert. The menu, I'm not, I can't share it, but I look, I got the secret menu back. Menu. Uh, secret oh, menu. Secret and menu. And it looks, it <laughs> yes. looks so yummy. Yeah. Um, I have eaten there before. It's really good. It's really yummy. And the, they, we gave them like, we want that it kind of campy. And so they, he, the chef took that and he ran with it. Nice. It is amazing. Custom menu. <laughs> And it'll be, it's going to be so much fun. We're, we have a bunch of auction items. Like we have a night stay at the Coeur d'Alene Casino. We have sip and paint. We have Eagles Ice Arena tickets. Spa tickets. We have spa. Nice. Yeah, we have, we've been super, the community has been super great and just donating and giving us items to have this auction. Mm -hmm. And so if you would like that, it's also going to be on our link tree and our Instagram and Facebook. So we are accepting donations from businesses of any sort of certificate or item, whatever people want to provide us that we can then auction off. Uh, and then we use that money directly to send kids to camp and people can also attend the event to participate in the auction. So we're selling our tickets uh, through our Instagram and our Facebook and you can buy a whole table. Yes. You wow. can buy tables are groups of four and okay. then you can buy an individual ticket as well, obviously, mm -hmm. but uh, selling a table gives you a little bit of a discount. So I thought I was in the know. Fet, mm -hmm. where is this? It's it's actually really close to here. Yeah, it is. It's on the corner of I think it's on Maine. Yeah, that sounds Maine right. Maine and Washington. You know where like where Nectar was? Yes, that, that is. That's... It's owned by Nectar. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. it's owned by Nectar. It's oh. right. It's right down the street from Revival Tea. That sort of underground area. Oh, and Revival Tea is also giving us. Oh yeah, Revival Tea, tea set from them. Awesome. <laughs> Best tea in this town, maybe oh, in yeah. Washington State. Yeah, it's yeah. very it's yummy. Um, but yeah, and the Nectar folks shoot everything they touch is amazing. So I can yeah. imagine. You heard it here. Go go to this event. Yes, oh. it'll be so much fun. We have a camper parent speaking and an actual camper that will be speaking, and they are both amazing human beings and just their stories both have are very heartwarming and 
whatever the camper parent i get to speak with her quite a bit and she just whatever she tells her story i hold back the tears oh yeah i won't spoil anything (laughs) i won't spoil anything but her story is just they are a wonderful family and her kids are amazing (laughs) her story is why we do what we do and she's our our best embodiment of that and our camper is is it Cheesehead? It's Cheesehead. Cheesehead is our nice. camper. Cheesehead will be speaking. And Cheesehead has been in the Kesson world longer than us. <laughs> Years. Years. I think. One I of the s- ones that would go to mm-hmm. the west side. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and she has just an amazing story. Um, they started out over at the west side and then came here. And they were planning. They weren't planning on coming back to camp this coming up, upcoming year. They were like, we have so many summer camps. And she was just going to, I think she has like band camp and all these other activities going yeah, she's on. She's grown up. Yeah. Because yeah, she is, I want to say 15 now or mm-hmm. 15. That sounds right. And um, she ended up just being like coming to our camp making the connections and being like okay i'm gonna move some, some stuff around so i can come back to camp she's had cleared their schedule for us so nice they will be returning and they are an amazing camper they i have made me a friendship bracelet that i always wear because <laughs> i just adore them i adore all the campers but yeah yeah i can imagine so well i'm anything else that our listeners should know anything else well, if you know someone that is impacted by a parent's cancer, you can just look up kesem.org and it will give you all the resources that you need to know about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll take you to either, if you're in Spokane, it'll guide you to our chapter or if you're somewhere else, it'll guide you to where, wherever that is the closest area to you. Yeah. I am so glad to learn about Kesem and to hear what you two are doing and the impact that you're making on our community. When you graduate, don't leave. <laughs> Stay here. We'll stick around. Yes. Bring this energy. Like Spokane needs you. Agreed. Yeah. Yes. Thank, Thank you so you much. Both. Thank you.